Welcome back to Time Sync. This is episode 77. My name is Hamza. My name is still a Maldiv. Not gonna change. Let's go. Okay, I gotta adjust this. I meant to adjust this in the last episode, but forgot to write on the topic sheet. So, we talked about homelessness in the uh, previous episode, right? Yep. I, I, I forget exactly how we got there. I think we were talking about, like, oh yeah, I remember now. Yeah, I, I had to deal with, like, a, a guy who was trying to fight me. It was weird. It was a really weird situation. But at one point, I used a phrase that I used it completely incorrectly, basically, is what it comes down to. In the worst possible way. So, let me. I'm going to start with what I was trying to say. Okay? What I was trying to say is that individuals who are homeless end up in a very unfortunate situation where the difference between them going to bed hungry or on a full stomach can come down to whether someone else just feels nice enough to give them money that day. Yep. And that's like a terrible situation to be in. Now, here's what I here's what I said. They're living off charity. I sound like an asshole. Yeah, I mean... Just... And I, I think it's, you even responded to that. You, in the episode, you go like, oh, that's a weird way to put it. And I didn't think anything of it. And then I edited the episode. And I still didn't think anything of it. Mostly, I think it's because from context, you can tell what I was trying to say. But I don't know. It, it just stuck in my head for so long. I was like, I, I, that was a terrible way to phrase it. I, should, I, should, I honestly regret now, like, in the middle of the episode, just putting in, like, a, hey, it's Future of Moldeep. My bad. I regret not doing that. But I didn't want to retroactively do that because I, I hate when like, content creators do that, when they retroactively modify stuff. Even if it makes them look bad. Like, I hate it when they do it, so I didn't want to do it myself. But I had to address it, and I forgot to put it on the topic sheet last time. And I feel like, I feel so bad, because it, it really does c- come off super, like, demeaning and condescending. Just through those three words. Yeah, uh, like, it's like, it's like for me, I mean, I, I knew where you were coming from. I knew the context, and I also, I knew that, you know, you're a Maldives, so I, I don't I don't think that you're, you hate homeless people. So it was like, it's pretty obvious for me what, what you're going with. But yeah, you're right, if you, if you just listen to that in a vacuum, it's like, what the heck? <laughs> Especially like that sentence in a vacuum. Like even if you use like the couple of sentences before and after, I feel like it's still okay-ish. But man, that sentence alone is uh that's gonna haunt me forever. Oh well, we clear the air, so it's good. It's all good now. No one, no one will ever, yeah, yeah. no one will ever call you out again. It's all good. No, no one's ever gonna take something someone said on the internet out of context. That never happens. Of course not. All right, Maldives. So I just saw a video pretty recently, and actually I've heard about this for quite some time now. Uh, because all as as everything you know, it was new when new technology comes out. People like, there's always like a little hubbub about it, especially at work. A lot of people all right, talk about this. Before we continue, yeah, go ahead. Is this the kind of new technology where it's like scientists may have found the cure for cancer? Like I see every week online, or is this like an actual advancement where like this is actually going to be useful? Like it's gone far enough into development where it's actually potentially going to reach commercial markets. Oh, it's not only is it useful, it's already being used. So, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. this is uh, something that I learned, but it's a, uh, it's a, uh, it's, it's, it's still really new. Um, but it's, uh, it, it is being used. It's Cutting just, edge. Yeah, it's just not as good as its competitor, if you will. Yet. Okay, it's, it's one of those, like it's a new technology. It's it's not like electric cars existed for a long time, but they weren't as good as gasoline cars, so they kind of just, like weren't in the line in the limelight quite as much until recently. Is that kind of thing? Okay, yeah, exactly. Uh, sort of, exactly. So, so we talked about batteries, and I'm specifically talking about lithium-ion batteries. And we know we talked about how amazing they were. They're rechargeable, you know, amazing stuff, you know. And they're and like how I was disappointed at Tesla because you know it, when when you know, when you take when you take all the fluff out, it's a little disappointing, right? But anyways, um, it's cool. The technology is cool because they're rechargeable, right? 
And we talked about why did we a little bit. We alluded a little bit to why did they choose lithium as the element? As the of element, toys. yeah. Yeah. Why did they choose it? And and you you made a good point. I think you even said like it's in the like the left column of the periodic table or something. Like it has something to do with that. Like the fact that it's willing to give up a valence electron really easy. Or that's the whole point, right? Yeah. Yeah. So right below lithium is sodium. Mm-hmm. So I mean, one of the questions is why didn't they choose another one of these? You know, the types? human body's choice when it comes to electricity. <laughs> well, okay, yeah, exactly. So why why didn't they choose another type of element instead of lithium? And the thing is, they did. They looked at a bunch of different types of elements, and they found lithium is the best. I think what the measurement is is like um, power per. Uh, is it like per atom, per mole. No, no, it's like it's like some kind of a. Like they measure, they measure it a little differently than I, than I would think. Like it's not just like, oh, here's a battery, here's how much power it gives out. It's more like power per like kilowatts per. I don't, it's, I don't actually remember, but it's like something. Oh, it's one, of, it's one of those weird units. Yeah, yeah, it's like one of those like kilowatt hours or whatever. It's like one of those weird kind of things. Kilowatt joules per second squared. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, but but they use that as their uh you know performance measurement. So when they did that measurement, well, lithium is the best. So therefore, they're okay. like, okay, well, why, why should we care about sodium or any other potassium or whatever? We'll just choose lithium. And that makes sense. But there are some reasons why you might prefer another type of element. Emily, do you have any idea of why I would choose to not go with lithium? Even if it is the best. I mean, I know lithium-ion batteries are dangerous, but I don't know if that's because like okay, of lithium that, or that's, that's just... No, that's a, val- that's a valid reason. Yeah, that's sure. That's one of them. Is it expensive probably, I imagine? Okay, so that's interesting that you said expensive expensive but why would it be expensive it's rare okay good that's right lithium is much much rarer than sodium oh yeah definitely they definitely covered the sodium yes and and the thing is it's not just that it's rare it's like i i, I told i talked about this problem before on the podcast where it's like i mean the earth it, 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 we live we live in a world okay we live we live we live on the earth we live in a world yes hamza okay i'm following we, we live on the earth and the earth has a bunch of natural you know chemicals and and stuff. elements and stuff but they're dispersed and not every yeah. place has an equal amount of that stuff for example i mean you would hope that you know okay i mean i'm in the, i'm in america so america has this proportion of like every element and if i'm in russia i'll have this proportion of every element and if I'm in India, I'll have this proportion. But in reality, it's not like that. It's more like, okay, uh, if I'm in China, I have the world's leading supply of lithium. <laughs> because that's just how the world is. Oh, interesting. Okay. China has the most lithium, and they import lithium. Import oh, okay. lithium. Okay. Yes. Interesting, right? They do this because... Well, lithium is a finite supply, and it's actually it's not that much. And so they import it because they want to they want to hold their own as mo- as long as they possibly can for their own. Oh, like, interesting. Okay. Yeah. So they're like they're trying to like replenish what they're putting out. Well, I I, I almost want to say like instead of giving the lithium to other countries, they will buy other other countries lithium, and they will be like, okay, we'll use the lithium because we know it's how valuable it is. Instead of using their own lithium, which they have inside their country. That they might have in mind yet. Okay, okay. It's like, it's like their savings account. They don't want to go into it quite yet. Yeah. They want to spend whatever disposable amount they can. Okay. It's kind of like the U.S. Uh, oil reserves, right? Like they have mm-hmm. a bajillion barrels of oil or whatever. But they're not going to release it because they're like, uh, just in does case. Does America still have like an obscene amount of gold? Like Fort Knox? Is that still a thing? I can imagine it does. I don't see why not. 
Yeah, I feel like I can imagine somewhere this is like a document. It's like, yeah, okay, we keep uh, 60 tons of gold in this one vault somewhere in an undisclosed location in America. I can do that. I know France has is like the world's like fifth or sixth highest holder of gold. And their country doesn't even have any gold. So it's like, how do they get that oh, gold? Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, we, we won't get into that. But so anyways, China is just one of the countries. There's other countries, like Argentina, I think, that have lithium. But the point is... Um, it's a rare it's a rarer material than sodium mm-hmm. which is literally salt yeah which is just salt basically well basically yeah it takes salt dissolve it a bit boom yeah bada boom bada bam and the thing is they tried using sodium but they never got as good results and the batteries would be and sodium weighs a little bit heavier than lithium so it's like it'll be a little bit heavier and what kind of electrolyte do you use yada 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 basically there's a lot of drawbacks that they were like oh, why go with the drawbacks when lithium is just better but like you said, there was the the two main drawbacks is one it's it's uh it's rare. But I mean, who cares? I can spend a little money, you know. I I can buy it from another con from another country, no problem. Yeah, we're America. We can do that. Yeah, or any 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 businessman. Or the other reason that you said is it's a little dangerous. But for the dangerous part, they're like, okay, well, we can put some kind of you know like helpful like regulators or whatnot. So it's okay, kind of. But it's you know whatever. Like it's not a big concern when the output is just so so much better than it's. Yeah, the trade-offs, the dangers are worth the trade-off. But recently, I think it's like the world's leading battery company. Uh, probably should have. <laughs> is it is it one of those things where it's not like a household name? Oh, it's not. No, because it's a Chinese. Okay, it's com- not like Duracell. Yeah, yeah no, no, no. It's or a like chi- Samsung. It's, it's a Chinese company called Cattle Contemporary Amperex Technology Co. Limited. Uh, they wait, hold, wait. It's called Catco. Cattle, so C A T L. Okay, but that didn't spell Catlo though. No, Cat L. What does it stand for again? It stands for Con- Contemporary Amperex Technology Co Limited. Co like oh, the Co is ignored. Yeah, you just okay. Yeah, you ignored the Co because Cat Coal doesn't sound as good. Kind of the L should be maybe ignored too, but I guess Cat was already taken, right? <laughs> cat. But they are the world's largest battery makers, designers. They have like, a, like I think it's like over thousands of people just working on research and development for batteries, for lithium ion, and you know all these kind of rechargeable batteries. That's wild. So they came out pretty recently. I think it was about a couple of weeks ago, and they said, "Hey, we made it. We made a breakthrough. You know, in the sodium field." Oh, okay, we finally got like that that nugget of knowledge we needed to make everything click. And it's actually pretty interesting. Like they use, apparently, there's there's some elements called like Prussian white and Prussian blue, and I I don't know the full details myself because I'm not a chemical engineer. These sound like paint colors that you would see on Bob Ross. Put a Persian blue on the top, <laughs> get some Prussian white for the clouds. Oh my god, yeah, yeah, actually, seriously. But but uh, they said, well, we have this sodium battery, and it's still technically it's still not as good as lithium. Okay, lithium is okay, like okay. So it's okay. The honest, like, isn't it's good. It's good, but it's not as good as it could be. Yeah, because like I think like let's just say for example lithium is like two hundred. Like I'm just giving a number two hundred. I don't actually know what the, the units are. It's two hundred, but this one is like maybe one hundred fifty. Close, but yeah, not not as great. So, but the, but but they're like, but we've managed to reduce. So the weight is actually less because they reduced uh like the electrolyte. I mean because they're using sodium, they don't have to use a specific type of I think like a conductor a conductive material like they had to with lithium. <laughs> I just imagine it's just water. It's just water. <laughs> It's not water, but yeah, whatever the electrolyte might be, and whatever the container, it's it's just a, 
it's lighter than the lithium ion batteries. Oh, these are sodium ion now, because that's how it works, right? Sodium ion batteries. Mm-hmm. And um, they there was a lot of pretty interesting developments that they made to the sodium technology. Like they had there was a bunch of issues with sodium, right? Like I said, like it's this, it's that, it's this, da da da. But they were able they were like looking through every single one. They're like, okay, well this one we did this for that. For this one we did this. It's actually cooler. So it doesn't heat up as much. So it's actually and it's safer than lithium. That's Oh that's that's really cool. Cause like I've had that thing where you ever had that thing where your phone feels hot and you're kinda like, mm, yeah. I don't know about this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's like uh it's a little scary, but so that's that's actually really good news. Um, but because the output is not as good as lithium, eh, we don't know for sure. But you know, these days lithium isn't even the big boy. I mean, lithium ion by itself isn't the big boy. It's lithium. It's like a lithium phosphate or like a lithium. Like it's like it's like a mixture. Of, it's not just lithium by itself anymore. Because they're like, okay, mm-hmm. we'll mix it together. So lithium phosphate is already doing pretty good. But now sodium is coming in to the play. And I think they were saying like to Tesla, um, like I don't know the deal what the deal is, but they are planning to export a ton of batteries, like like sell a bunch of batteries to like American companies, to every company basically, because they're like the biggest battery people, right? So um, probably they'll start moving to. I know Tesla will for sure is already starting to move to lithium phosphate, and if when sodium catches up, because it looks like it's gonna probably catch up. I think they project it like like in a in like maybe five to six years or something that it'll reach the same output as lithium is right now. So who knows where lithium will be by then? But you know, it's like that kind of deal, right? But that's like good enough, right? And it's way more sustainable, or in the sense that it's way more like renewable, you know? Yeah. Plus, who knows how rare lithium will be in five years? Mm-hmm. I mean, one one thing you can do is instead of just mining the resource and then using it, and then oh, it's gone, and then mining the resource again, using it, oh, it's gone. Do the Apple approach, which is we will just re- we will build these parts out of recycled material. Like, this infinite loop yeah so it's like the, that's really really smart like imagine and like because you're like we know that the world is finite as in like or the earth has finite resources mm-hmm. even though it's like it seems like it's infinite because there's no way it's gonna you know last a lifetime almost right but still still it's like there's so many humans in the world that want so many materials why not just reuse that stuff and i think they use it for the iphone like 13 or something like either 100 percent or near 100 percent was just all made from recyclable or renewable material wow it's crazy Actually, this is one of the things where I know that there have been many attempts at this. And I don't think any of them have ever gone close enough to be, like, newsworthy, I guess. I guess technically it's newsworthy because people report on it, but, like, nothing groundbreaking. Where they want to try to, like, send satellites into space with the sole objective of just harvesting asteroids for their materials. Not a bad idea. It's not a bad idea. Like I said, like it's never gone to a stage where it's actually impressive, but, like, they keep trying it. And, like... I feel like eventually you're gonna have to, right? Like how even when you recycle, there's like a percentage lost, right? Yep. So eventually you gotta like start harvesting from elsewhere. Or we could just go like the super sci-fi route and just make like mini supernovas in like a lab and it just produces stuff. You know how that works, right? That's that's what blows my mind. It's like everything is just like stardust technically, like because like naturally, I guess you could say, only very small atoms exist, like hydrogen, helium, right? And then like a star explodes. And that produces, like, all the other elements. Oh, okay, okay, I see what you're saying, okay. Yeah, okay. It's weird to think that, like, when a star explodes, that's where, like, everything in the universe specifically comes from. Okay, so you're saying saying somehow replicate that in a lab. (laughs) That's not gonna happen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just stupid mega gravity it. But, uh, or do that Kurzgesagt thing. Or I guess not a Kurzgesagt thing, but, like, just, like, grab the sun and, you know, put, like, a (laughs) ball around it and then just have a long extension wire to the Earth 
And it's like, there you go. We got our energy. That's just energy. You know, I'm talking, I'm talking stuff. Oh, yeah. For just the raw material. I want to make iron. This just raw. I want to take helium and hydrogen and make iron. Why? Why haven't we worked on alchemy, dude? I, I, I wasn't that a thing. I mean, I don't mean like the, I don't mean like the magic type. I mean, like, wasn't that like a field of study back in the day where people like, yeah, we call it chemistry now, Hamza. That's what it is now. Oh, is that what it is? It just became chemistry. Yeah. Well, it just became chemistry slash physics, depending on how deep you want to go with the physics. Does it make sense? You're like, oh, okay, we don't have enough lithium, but what, how, what can we do to create lithium? And then just create it yourself. Yeah. You need a lot of gravity for that. You need enough gravity to basically take helium or protons and just smash them together. And that's it. Mm. Push them into each other. Did you watch uh, Don't Look Up? No. I, I'm not, what is that? The movie? It's, all, it's, all, it's, a, it's a Netflix movie. Yeah, because there's a lot of famous actors in it. Like Leonardo oh, wait. DiCaprio. Yeah, this is the one with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I've heard of this movie, yes. But I have not watched it. Are you planning to watch it? No. Okay, so basically what happens is... I assume spoilers? Yeah, spoilers. Uh, I mean, okay, this is the one with the asteroids coming towards Earth, right? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And there's a political theme, but that's I'm ignoring that. The point is, when the asteroid is <laughs> okay. coming, they have a choice to destroy it, but they choose not to destroy it. Instead, they choose to harvest materials from it. Okay, yep, yep. Because it has like a bajillion diamonds or whatever the heck it had. Very, very rare resources. So yeah, I mean, like you're right. It's it's a possible reason to to grab more resources, because you're because you can't just renew forever. Yep, At yep. some point. Look at that. Unless you can like make new, in which case. That's true. It's not even renew. It's just new, new. Make new from what? It's like from like I said, I said like he- helium or hydrogen. It's like well, it's, but you're gonna have that. to use the hi- the helium and the hydrogen for that. Like it's like huh, the, the the universe is like it's infinite, right? Technically, so like there you go. There's a, there's an infinite amount of that stuff. Don't worry about it. Infinite amount of that Don't stuff, but it. we can't reach. It's like you just it's just some random helium floating around in space. Are there any? Can, can that even happen? Is it isn't that a thing? Is uh, the Earth is running out of helium because it's flying out into space? It's just like, nope, I'm out of here. Exactly, because it's like, you know, it's, it's less dense. That's why balloons, helium balloons float. And so the helium just slowly is leaking out of the earth. And like within like 20 years, you won't have any helium or something like that. Dude, that seems like a major disaster. Is it? How useful is helium, realistically? It doesn't react with anything. You know, it's, it's on the right side of the periodic table, on the very most right side. So it doesn't really do much. But maybe you can use it to create other material or something. You know, maybe that's Probably. why it's, maybe that's why it's useful. I don't know. It's pretty much just useful for balloons, to be honest. That's all people care about. I don't. I don't actually know what helium is being used in. I mean, to be fair, I don't know where most most chemicals are being used in, right? That's where's true, bromine yeah. being used? Actually, I think I do know where bromine is being used. Where is it being used? <laughs> it's on, we talked about it before. It's it's being used in a water treatment to get rid of the, the oh, bromine yeah, or yeah. whatever. Or maybe that's something else. I don't know. I'm, dude, I'm not a chemist. But anyways, it's a chemist. It's, it's, it's interesting to me. And here's the thing. I'm surprised at why America or any or actually sp- specifically America hasn't like jumped on batteries like China has. It seems like it, it seems like this is the future. Hamza, this is an oil based country. What are you talking about, man? Seriously, Fossil dude, fuels all the way. I'm, I'm that's, you know, what? seriously, it seems a little backwards because e- even. Oh, it's 100% backwards, dude. This is, we're talking about America, right? That's right there. It's just the, 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 the here's the thing, dude. Like, I hear about other countries and other just other places in general where they're like, oh, we have this maglev trains or whatever, or we have like these super fast, super speed, whatever. And I'm like, bullet trains and stuff. Where yeah. I, I know Elon Musk promised like a hyperloop or whatever, but it's been like, you know, it's not happening or something. It's just not working out. No, nah, it's it was never gonna work out. Let's be honest. 
People saw that from a mile away. It just, it's so it's so strange to me. Like you know, because obviously we're in America, so I ha- I know the American respect it, which is like America number one, and we're the best in the world, and you know, no one's be- but then it's like, how about you know? I don't see it happening though. Like you know, what I'm saying like, where where's the technology? Is the military holding it? Like I can I can assume the military is holding a bunch of different secrets. Like I mean, technolo- technological advancements that we just don't know about. That's for sure. Maybe that's one of. Them. <laughs> I remember uh, I had a professor once. We were learning about uh, encryption and stuff. And basically, the backbone of encryption is the idea that it's easy to multiply primes. It's hard to factor a big number into primes. Yeah. And he was like, but the U.S. government could probably have the secret to this. I don't know. They could do it. Maybe. Who knows? A guy had a friend who works with the FBI now. He probably knows how to do how to do this. He just did, won't share it with us. But imagine someone figures out a way to do that. Because that's like... Well, quantum computers can do it really easily. Yeah. Like, well, imagine some, Imagine technology gets to that point. Then it's like everything that we have is like broken. It's like, now you got to fix it. And you got to make something better for that. And it's like, oh. Yeah, yep, it's, a, it's like a arms race kind of thing. That is what's happening, right? I'm pretty sure people have already found the quantum equivalent of that so that quantum computers have the same hard time undoing it. Oh, okay. Then then we're all good. Then it doesn't matter. I'm pretty sure they have. Although, I mean, I haven't read up on it exactly myself. Yeah, it's fascinating. Because it's like what we think. It's like, lucky like it's like the, the cat and mouse kind of game where it's like, okay, I make a password and then they try to crack it. Then I make another password. Then I try to crack it. Then I try to make. You know. You know what's so annoying? Like, it's like, it's like oh, you gotta have a password. It has to be at least fifteen digits or fifteen. Like, you know, fifteen letters or whatever. It has to have like this special characters. character. Yeah, this thing, that thing, and then you gotta change it every like two, three months. It's like it can't be the same as the past ten passwords. Bro, I yeah. can't, can't remember the half last of those. ten passwords. If it has a dictionary word in it, it has to be at least twenty characters long now. Oh my god. It's like, it's like dude, just let me get hacked. Like. <laughs> <laughs> How bad could it possibly be? Let me, let me do it. No, I know it's bad. I know at work, um, there was a big phishing scandal or something. Like before I before I got to this company, they were mm-hmm. like, "Oh, that's what they're they were like very heavy on like all this security stuff." Because they're like, "We had a bit, we have a big phishing thing," and they gave like a bunch of newsletters and a bunch of stuff about like, "Oh, do, do you know how much money gets lost? Like billions of dollars get spent every year because of phishing attempts or whatever the heck." And I kid you not, the week I started working, I got. I got an email from a manager from one of the other buildings. Okay, so not your manager. Not my manager, but another manager. And I know, because I know her name, and I know she's 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 in all my correspondence with other emails and stuff, because she's a higher up, right? And I, I got an email from her about, I don't even remember what it was, but it was some specific thing. And I was like, yeah, it, it's her. See, the thing is, it's her profile picture. So, okay, whatever. Like, how much, this is on Outlook. I look at the email because that's what you usually look at, right? It's probably some nonsense. It's her email address. Is it really her email address, or is it like the A is actually an O no, no, next no, no. to it? I I I looked very carefully. It's her exact email address. Mm-hmm. And then I I looked at the email. It's just bonkers, like it's nonsense. And I'm like, I don't. What is this? And I I know she wouldn't. I wouldn't. I, this is not how she types, and this is not how she does, right? So I'm very confused. And then I'm like, okay, so whatever. I flag it for IT. Because that's what they were. I'm, I'm literally, I literally watched the train like 10 seconds ago. I'm like, okay, I guess this is what I got to do. Flag it. I'm like, just in case. And then like an hour later, they're like, oh, don't click on this email. Da, 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 da. Her, her account is whatever. She's in like, she's in vacation in France or whatever. So it doesn't even, doesn't even make any <laughs> sense. And I'm like, what the heck is going on? I guess it's a, it's a real, it's a real liability. Yeah. Um, same thing. The companies I worked at before, they all do the same thing. Where they t- you go through like, okay, here's how you do in case of a phishing attack. Here's the things to look out for. Uh, I had a company where what they did was they would send fake phishing scams 
yeah, out to employees, and if you click on them, you get caught. Basically, like, all right, watch the video, you moron. Yeah, they like if you click on it, and then if you don't report it, and then uh, if you click on the one of the links inside the thing, and it's like, oh, uh, it makes sense. It makes sense to what to do. I remember because uh, my my current company they send emails out constantly about like, hey, here are some phishing attempts that were done in the industry as a whole, right? Like other companies, because like most companies are actually very vocal about this stuff. They'll say like, hey. Or they were not vocal to the public, but to each other, to other companies. They were like, hey, listen, this, they tried to do, this is the, they, they tried to do, this is what they tried to do. Sure, yeah. And one of them was, they faked being the CEO on WhatsApp and reached out to employees through WhatsApp. And apparently it worked for some people. Yeah, like they I actually knew like it thought it was the CEO. I knew it worked. It's like, if the CEO of the company I work for, which I, I'm just like a, I'm a standard employee at this company. If they reach out, I'm like, this is not him. This can't be him. What he did, This guy does not know I exist. No, okay. First of all, it depends how big the company is. And it depends on where you stand in the company. That's true. That's true. I met the CEO of, my, of our company like a couple times. I don't think he knows who I am, but I met him. Yeah, that's that's one thing. Oh, what do you mean by met? You mean like you were in a room where he was holding well, like, like a I've thing? Ta- I've talked to him. Like, like a good oh, conversation. Okay. For a couple times, yeah. So I don't know, but it's a small com. It's a smaller company, so it's not like a, you know. Another thing about batteries is, because they're a tad bit dangerous and they're newer. Like it's new technology, right? As in, like it's it's. I mean, it's been used for a while, but it's still new in the sense that you know it's uh it's getting advancements every other year. You need to test them frequently. Like you need to be like, okay, I have Thoroughly. this. Yeah, it's like I have this new battery. I have this new idea. Is this good? Is this one good? Is this good? You need to test it because otherwise you can't just like dump that into market. And and uh, like the thing is, these batteries are made in tiny cells. Like there are different, there's certain form factors, right, that are made, and then they're grouped together in different like packs and modules, and then those are grouped again, and then those are grouped again, and then then you get a Tesla. So they need to make sure that yeah. these work together. So that is a that's another emerging market, which I think that market is picking up. The testing part is picking up. I don't know why the research and development part isn't. Or maybe I just don't see it, but it maybe you it mean is. stateside, uh, or just in general. I mean, in general. Okay. I mean, in general, but I also mean like specifically in the USA. Okay, yeah, yeah, stateside. I guess. I don't think I can think of it was maybe just the cost of employees is cheaper elsewhere. That's the only thing I can think of for like. No, why. but what research and development, dude? That doesn't mean that, yeah. that. That's not. That is what? What do you mean? It's cheaper. It might be. I don't know. Like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a part of that part of companies and stuff. So like, maybe this is cheaper to hire like, foreign wise. It's easier, even if it's you get the same level of skill, but for a lower cost. Wait, I have no idea what you're saying anymore. I'm talking in terms of employees. Well, are you saying hire international employees? Not like to work in the USA. What do you no, mean? No, no, no. Okay, just what, like, what are you saying? Be internationally based. Is just cheaper. Like I, don't, like I said, I don't know what the so you're legislation saying, uh, is. So you're saying a U.S. company is based in like Milwaukee or Milwaukee? No, no, no. I'm saying Milwaukee, <laughs> the most foreign <laughs> lands. Yes. No, I mean, I don't know if like, like I said, I don't, I don't know any of the logistics. This is like completely like dark territory for me. I don't know what, what I'm talking about. Basically, is what I'm saying, but it wouldn't surprise me if it's like, oh yeah, a company in the U.S. has like these hurdles it has to go through. That countries that companies in other countries wouldn't have to deal with, and one of those hurdles maybe just the cost of employees, right? How uh, much does it no cost way, an American dude. company? You don't think so? No, not at all. Not. What do you mean, dude? For first, for whatever, 
every anytime someone has a, an amazing idea, they'll create a company and they'll just do that idea. And whatever is like the the scope, right? In the future. Like what's the most profitable? What's the most emerging thing? People people are like jumping on that stuff. Everywhere. And especially in America they're doing that, right? But it's like this specific battery stuff I don't know why I haven't heard like huge news. I mean, I have heard a lot of news. Like obviously Tesla's a huge thing and there's so many electric companies and most electric companies are doing some kind of uh you know, uh, some kind of this rechargeable battery stuff. But it's like when I hear about other company uh, other countries, they're like they seem like leagues ahead, you know? Like having having like thousands of employees just for research and development. Like they do they don't that's not their main focus. Their main focus is like manufacturing the batteries and, you know, actually selling the batteries and whatnot. But they're just having like a huge department just for research. Sheesh. Yeah, that's quite quite impressive. Yeah, I'm not sure what it, I guess US is way more software side, I guess. Because when I think of US companies, I think software companies more than hardware. I think of the Googles and the Facebooks. I've never made that kind of distinction. But uh you know, maybe. Their name is uh yeah, their their opinion name is Well, I'm reading the opinion. I'm sure you got that totally right. I'm sure you nailed every tone in that. Yeah, not only did I get the tones right, I got the exact pronunciation. All right, well, okay, that's all I have. <laughs> that's all I have. See ya. Uh, okay, let me just okay just to, just to wrap up. Like I I I guess I want to see more battery production in America or more research in America. I want to see like I want to hear about like oh we did amazing battery stuff from some company that I have heard of. Then do it, Hamza. Do it. That's too hard for me. But, you know, hopefully some, some smart people out there. <laughs> I want change, but I can't do it. So, like, somebody else do it, please. It's difficult. It's difficult. And it's not change. This is a, this is a, you gotta, you have to be smart. That's the thing, yeah. It's not like you can just go and say something loud and nothing will happen. This requires actual, like, intelligent work. You have to be skilled in a, in a certain craft and go to, like, the highest schools to get the most advanced education in a topic just so you could approach the problem. Yeah. Oh, oh, there is one. Oh, I, do, I totally forgot. There is one problem. I, I said all great things about sodium ion. There is there is a problem okay, with sodium okay. ion, which no one has talked about, but I think I saw on a Reddit post obscurely by someone that commented that he had a PhD or something. Uh-huh. Yeah, this was a claim <laughs> to the PhD. Yeah. Sources, trust me, bro. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> he said Prussian white and Prussian blue. Those are the two ones that are used. They're t- a tiny... They, to- they say it's not toxic, but it's a little toxic, as in you can't touch it with your hands and stuff. And you can't inhale it or mm. inject it or whatever. So, oh, it feels a bit more scary. Okay, okay. Like, oh, you then can't touch it. Back. Then it's like, okay. Oh, he, he didn't say touch. I, 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 I don't remember. I don't remember. He, he, he okay. might have said it. He might have said it, but he might not have. Yeah, I touch. I, I touch. I'm like, I don't, I don't touch batteries. It's fine. But like, if it's dangerous to inhale, it's like, now be paranoid. They're like, oh, what if it leaks or something? Yeah. That brings us to the end of another episode of Time Sync. Hope to see you guys next time. Uh, Even though I can't see you. This is an audio-only podcast. Oh my goodness, it's a figure of speech, dude. Alright, see you later, alligators.